Welcome to Cafecito Conversa, where we, the youth, discuss issues and topics that concern us and affect us the most. We are Latinx high school students living in Philadelphia and interest in social justice and community. Forza. Today, we all got together to watch Immigration Nation, a docu-series on Netflix, and record our thoughts digesting this heavy topic of deportation and family separation. Hi guys, this is Cafecito Conversa. My name's Ashley. My name's Edgar. My name's Morales. My name is Eric. And this is our second episode. I hope you enjoy it. We just finished watching the first episode of Immigration Nation. And it's a lot of emotions. Like, personally, my heart just feels really heavy. And it's just the... The emotions that you you feel are just different from like anything else you watch. You see real people, real experiences, real bonds being ripped apart because of ice. And it's just a lot because you can imagine like if that was your mom or your your child just being ripped apart from you like that. Like it would it would make your heart sink and from another person's perspective you just you f- feel those emotions as if they were your own so personally the whole thing was sad um i expected it to be sad but physically i feel different from when i started it um you know, there were clips that you could just feel as though you were in that situation. You, like, felt what they were feeling. And there were others where you were just like, wow, like, this is real. This really happened. And we're seeing it from an outside perspective. And it's just hard because, you know, you see this all happen and it's just (sighs) it is it is too much it's not yeah it is too much yeah it was was definitely an emotional roller coaster like like this was my second time uh watching the first episode of immigration nation i saw it i started watching it the day it came out, but I couldn't, couldn't get through it. It was like, just the, uh, the emotions that like went through my head after watching the episode, I just like couldn't. And I watched it with a friend and still, even after I was like, I can't anymore. Like this hits way too close to home, you know? Like we've struggled with like, pro- we've, we've learned about this. We've struggled with these problems throughout the, the last few years. And, you know, just seeing the way ice works, having an inside look, it's just like, it's disgusting, honestly. Like, I, seeing it again, it just made me angry. Seeing how they, how they work, how they treat it as a game. There was this uh, one guy, I believe his name was Scott. He recorded uh, the one 
one per- the one person that was in the cell, he was joking around like, I thought we were supposed to have a whole operation happening today. Where are you guys? And he was like, he was laughing. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Like, these officers are ruthless. It's, it's just a lot. It is. It definitely is. And it's just like, you would not be making fun of it if that was your child or if you felt those emotions that those parents were going through. There's people. And there was this one guy. I don't know his name. I forgot. But he was just like, if I go back, they're going to kill me. And that was the whole reason I came. Because I know when I get there, they're going to kill me. So he came. He he came to save his life. And now when he goes back, he's, he's his life is over. He literally said his life was over. And that's just sad to hear. Because you were just trying to find a good life for yourself and now you have to go back to a life where you know it's, it's gonna be ruthless killed literally I these I've heard these stories way too many times that it's just become engraved in my head they come they come to America legally cause they have nowhere else to go they're like they need to seek refuge someone else for not only like not only them, like their family, their kids, or whoever, like their loved ones. But yet, once once ICE comes by, it's like all over for them. Cause like once you go back, there's no returning to the United States. Cause the the dangers that like seek back from wherever you're from is like it's going to like hit you back hard and. It usually just leads to death, which is awful. Yeah. And, you know, some people say, why don't you come here legally? And... Some people don't have a choice. Some, yes, exactly. Some people just don't have the liberty to be able to waste all those years trying to get here legally. Like, you have to understand people's situations and people's, like needs and you know if if you don't have the time to go legally you you want to live obviously you want to live and sometimes for people coming here illegally is their last option if they could come here legally and it wouldn't take four years then they would probably take it and maybe not even that sometimes people just have to get up and go and they don't have a choice they don't get to choose if they, if it's their life. They don't get to choose if they have the time to come here legally. And even then, if they do do choose to come here, I guess like like going through the government, like getting their green card or whatever, their visa. It's still a very very long process and. It costs money that people don't have. So much money. So it's like, why even do it legally when it's like, there's no guarantee that they will be able to go to America. Yeah. It's just crazy, man. It's the money, the time, and the effort that it takes to come here legally. It's just a lot. Also, just to say this, 
no one in the states are illegal. We are. The United States was built on stolen land. Like, how is someone going to be illegal if the people who inhabit it aren't the people who are originally there? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's just crazy to me. So in regards for the family-sponsored visa, um, the DHS released a report on the 8th of September. And in that report, and in that report, practically they gave out information, um, information surrounding the increase or decrease of, of applications for immigration. And for and in order to petition for a family member to get a visa, the price for that has risen 546%. So from two, originally it was 230, $230, but then it rose all the way up to 1485 And I just think that's crazy. Like, this is a clear attack on uh, people trying to come into the United States. Because the DHS, the G, the the DHS is doing this at a time where people are not making money right now. Everything's shut down, and the fact that in order to petition to get someone, in order to petition your family member to get into the United States, and you have to pay over a thousand dollars, it's insane. Oh, there's another one. Here we go, another one. So in order to apply for a suspension of deportation, you have to pay a total of $1,810 in order to get that court hearing. And that rose from the original price point of 285 Like, that's just absurd to me. Like, how are you going to do this at a time where coronavirus has hit us hard? Like, there's, like, no justification for this. This is just... This is an attack on the people because because other prices, some other prices have gone down, and those that went up only went up like a few percent, like up to thirteen percent. But there, these is a, there's are there are some some absurd price upcharges of up to a hundred five hundred eighty five percent, which is just insane to me. I mean, the part the part of the episode that stood out to me was how ruthless the ice you know the ice agents were they i i feel like you already commented on this too like they would go pretend to be nice to you ask you your name you know they're like i just want to talk and then the moment you open that door and let them in they just rip your whole family apart and even then they take what is it called? Collateral. Yeah. Collateral. They literally go in and if they see someone, you know, that's undocumented, they can take them. Literally, they could do nothing wrong. Have a choice to take them. I know. And they choose to do it. Like. Wait, let's not forget, like, there's this one officer that caught my eye. I think so his name was Brian, probably. And what he said he even said it himself he only goes for the person that he was meant to be but when he called i think so his boss called him he told him that if he he needs to come back with one or 
with more people, not one. So, yeah, so it's like his boss called him and forced him to get more than one person, which really caught my eye. So I was like, not, I'm not trying to, like, defend eyes or anything, but there's some officers in there that are not mean or, you know, bad as they seem. Yeah, right. let's just talk about the officers, bro. Let's talk about the different people in the ICE agency, right? Yeah. So the officers, right? Yeah, that, that's what caught my eye. Like, when when one of them was just like, I want to go for the person that, that I'm supposed to go. But since his boss called him, he said, if you don't come back with one or one or more person, they're just like, damn. Like, so they really forced him to get more than one. Like, okay, so like... Just talking about the officers in general, right? Mm-hmm. The ICE officers were trained on a baseline of lies and deceit. Like they, when they go to someone someone's house in order to detain them for being here without documents or a status, they say they're from the police they're trained to do that and they don't tell you that they that they're ice unless if you ask what department they're from or they won't tell you until like you're already they're already in your house or you're already with them yeah about yeah about that too literally one one part of the episode there's um what was the lady's name? That one officer lady's name? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she literally was knocking on this guy's, well, family's house. And he goes, like, she was like, we're part of the um, police department, see? Yeah, and then when the guy came out of his apartment, she finally um, let it out that they were from ICE. And the guy's face, jeez, he, my heart sank for him, bro. He, yeah, and her daughter was crying. So, by then... <sighs> Uh, he, he realized things are over. It was like just he, sad. It's it's awful. Like, just imagine the emotional trauma that people ha- experience from these raids. Yeah. It's. But imagine being trained to lie like that, though. Yeah, just just to that. do that, to be honest, like, what kind of job will fucking make you do that? To be honest. Like, from what I saw, the the ICE officers are trained to be sheep. They were trained to do as what they were told. Yeah, they even said it themselves. They only follow orders. Like the director or something. I don't know if it was the director, but he was someone like higher up, higher up than more than he had more power than an officer. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I was I was in the military, bro. I was just. I just follow orders. I just follow orders. I do what I was sent to. I'm like... I'm like... Then so you're just the biggest sheep then. You're right. Yeah, like... Many... I think many people that are in the military... They're... They're like... Taught like that, you know? Like... This is what you're told to and you should go do it. And that's just at this point... It's just as implanted in their minds. And that kind of like sucks... Because they don't, they don't think, you know, like, the situation. Yeah, like they don't think for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they, no, they're just, 
They just do it. They just obey orders. And they're also implanting that idea to, like, the ICE officers. Like, I noticed, like, some of them, they, they were just like, this is wrong, but it's just, like, they, it's what they're being told to. Like, they're just being separated from their own, like, ideas, you know? They're basically just forcing them just yeah. to do what they do. Being forced to do this job, but even though they got into it, like, it's sort of a their fault. Exactly. Yeah, like, I, I think there was someone that was, like, that said it was pretty hard at first, but, like, she got used to it. Like, that's crazy. Like, how do you just get used to, you know, separating families or just right. taking, like... That's just an ordinary... Zombies, that's what yeah, it is, Yeah, it's just, like, they're being disconnected. No, like, this is, like, the one lady, um, ice officer was, like, yeah, I... I disconnect my emotions from my work like my while I work like my emotions are not there she didn't say this directly but she just like she was saying that her emotions do not she's basically saying with her work yeah she's basically like, trying to say she that she just does it she's trying to justify it in a way that was like but yeah I'm I like, do this work but you could see like in her emotions that she knows that this isn't right yeah. Yeah, like that's what I saw. Like that's that's pretty crazy. Like you know, mm, brothers. Like that, that, I don't know that that part was just I don't know, man. Like I think she's gonna be stuck in, like in me, like probably forever. Like these people are being disconnected from their own selves just to become like zombies. Zombies. Yeah, and they know it's wrong, but. It's just right. being told what they have to do, and that's it. Like army soldiers as well. Yeah, there's um, there's um white officer. He was, he was actually talking that, um, I love my job. That, oh yeah, that I don't the, know. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the guy was like, yeah, the guy was like, yeah, I love my job. I have a nice stable home. I have. He only talked about how good was his payment. That's yeah, all, basically. Yeah. He basically, he even said, like, he didn't care what people call them or anything like that. Yeah. He was just saying that the money was good. He didn't care about anything else. Yeah, like, he's not even doing the job for the, the cause. He's doing it for the money. Exactly. Yeah, like, I think there's two sides to it as well. You know, people who, like, they're, they're, they're sort of conscious that it's wrong. But, the, but like, you know, just... They're just there, man. And the other side, it's just like they're—they're they're pretty much, sort of like racist, or they—or they're there for the money only. And like that's—that's that's just I don't know, man. That's just crazy. I and I think there was one person who was like, I don't want to do like collaterals. Yeah. That was, you know? Yeah, that was the guy I was talking about. He's like, yeah. I don't want to do collaterals, but his boss like, was like, like that's pretty like. <laughs> Yeah, like, he's thinking, you know, it's not right to take more than one person. But even then, but like, it's not right to take any person. Yeah. And then it's just boss that just calls him. It's like, he was like, come on now. Right. Like, his boss knew that the camera crew was, like, with him. So he just called him for that reason. Yeah. And it's like, that's not cool, man. That, 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 was, that was just not cool. You know, there's a... There's definitely, like, a scale of, like, ruthlessness between different, um, 
employees of the ICE or was it like ICE like the ICE organization the ICE what would be like the correct term yeah like what would be like the the correct terms I describe it like ICE agency yeah so like within the ICE agency you will see a different a different level of ruthlessness between each person like maybe like this officer is like yeah like the one officer you were talking about like he was he doesn't take collateral at all mm-hmm. all this the, the lady officer was like she called in to make sure she could take collateral and she took like 10 people from one apartment and it was just she just took crazy. the entire house to she took and she took everyone that was living in that apartment which is insane It is crazy. And the fact they ask you how many how many people live with you too as well. Yeah, like like what do you want to know that for? So legally you can you can refuse to answer that. You can stay silent. Mm-hmm. All you really have to say is your name, if I'm being correct, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. We got confirmation. All you have to do is say your name and you're good. You don't have to say anything else and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, <laughs> if we're... Let's... Mm, fuck. <laughs> so... So, with the... With the ice rates that, that happen, right? The biggest mistake that we see is that they open the doors. Right? Like, you can leave... They Ice officers cannot go into your house unless if you open the door. You can talk to them through the door and only say your name. And you don't have to answer any question. And I think they have to leave at some point, right? Like you can close, the, leave the door closed and not answer them, and ignore them, and they have to leave because unless they have a warrant, which usually they don't. Yeah. And if they do have a warrant, it's usually not signed by a a judge. It's signed by someone in the ICE a- agency who doesn't have that power. To like have an official to grant an official warrant of arrest, and it's just like crazy to me how people don't know this information. And I know it's like not only here in Philly, but like in the rest of the world. Like, Immigration Nation was filmed across the country, right? Like it wasn't like just centralized in like one city, one state. Mm-hmm. It was all. It was, like, around the coast. It was, like, in Los Angeles. It was in um, Los Angeles, California. I believe it's in Chicago and New York. In New York especially. Oh, yeah. Because that's where a lot of the... I believe that's where a lot of the filming took place. But... At least in the first episode. But it's just, like, crazy to me how people don't have knowledge. Especially, and it's, easy, it's even, like, scarier to know that this happened in a state that's connected to out Pennsylvania. Like, it's bordering. Pennsylvania borders. No, I'm going, I'm going, fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to me that this is happening in a state that's near, near Pennsylvania, right? Like, New York isn't f- far from Philadelphia. It's like a few, it's just a f- two, three hour drive, right? It's like, crazy to me how this is happening near where we live.
what else caught my eye during the entire thing is when some officers were like pit locking some doors to get in. Yeah, um, we there wasn't like anything to like describe what the hell was happening. Mm-hmm. But you could see that the officers were pick, trying to force open a door, and they opened. They uh, successfully did it, but I believe it's just like into an apartment complex. But regardless, that's illegal. Yeah, right? that's, just, uh, that's, that's basically just trespassing. It has to be illegal. No way. Yeah, like they. It's a locked door, so if it's a locked door, right? If you break in, you break in. That's what it's it is. locked for a reason, you know. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Let me think. Um. So. Dang. You want to talk about? Let's talk about the people that were okay. los immigrantes that were in the. Okay. Um. Show. The only one I, like, really, really remember was the last one. He was detained for, like, 40, 20-something days. I 27 days. 27 days. Yeah. And he Almost was, like... Month. Almost a month, right? And he was separated from his... Daughter. His for daughter. Like 27 days. Yeah. And... The, sto- the, the story with him, right, um, his mother... Um, him and his wife. Um, no, sorry. Honestly, oh my gosh, the story. The story is crazy. <laughs> the story. His wife. His wife got died. Murdered. Yeah. And and if he didn't leave, he would have been killed too. And the craziest part about this story is that her daughter was there. Her daughter saw the whole thing, or his daughter. Yeah, his and her daughter saw the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The daughter saw the. Murder of the mom, yeah. and that like traumatized her for probably her rest of the life, man. Like it definitely will. Seeing your mother get killed is something you, as a person, just can't let go. You just learn. I don't even think it's like it gets, it's hard to learn how to deal with. Yeah. It gets stuck within you. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Just to say, this do- this kid was like. The daughter was a baby, a baby, Mm -hmm. literally a baby seeing their own mother get killed. The mother that like that, you know, fed you, saw you, saw you take your first steps. And at three, you're just barely making memories with your mother that you can hold, that you can remember. And I feel like that. She'll never be able to let go of that. Even if she didn't know her mother that well, it'll, it's just something you can't let go of. And, you know, they were in the episode, they were talking about how she went to therapy. Yeah, they and to go to therapy because it really affected her. Yeah. And the therapist told him to never separate from her. And since, well, they were trying to get a better life in the United States. They were separated. Yeah, and for over for almost a month. Once, um, so luckily, um, this man and his daughter were re- reunited after a month. But I don't know. When the daughter did talk about just briefly about the 
the experience she had in wherever she was. She didn't. Mm, no. They didn't specify where she was. They were just. But we could definitely assume it was one of um, one of those ice cake like cages, bro. Like literally cages. They were sitting on a sidewalk. Um, I saw in the episode it was like 12 a.m., 12, 10 a.m. Yeah, it was like late. It was definitely really late. They were sitting on a sidewalk, just him and his daughter just sitting there and... Talking, solving about like what yeah. just happened. Yeah, exactly. And you could see in her eyes the fear she she felt the traumatized like the traumatized experience she had just went through not being able to be with her dad thinking she had nobody left thinking that she was never gonna see the only person that she actually loved ever again like imagine you being a baby not even learning how to like do stuff for yourself and then the only person that you love is being ripped from you because your mom was murdered right in front of you like that is just such a hard experience to even like just go through and like think about yourself you're not even going through the experience yourself and just thinking about it is such a hard thing to do and like she you could see it in her eyes she just felt you could see she looked so traumatized and so sad and like at that moment when she was with her dad Personally, I think she felt uh, like the tiniest bit of relief. And I'm so glad she got to see her dad again because I feel like me, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't be able to go through it. Like I would have sobbed for like for like a really long time, especially because she's a baby. And like I said, she doesn't know how to do stuff for herself. Being in a cage, not being even treated like a human being, being able to learn, being able to be loved, be cared for, like, that is just such a hard experience to go through. So, personally, that is just, like, the most, the most, like, impactful scene that, you know, in my opinion, it was, it was the biggest scene and I feel like it like touched me the most wasn't wasn't there a scene where like someone was like we we have an orchestra here oh yeah so um yeah I didn't even catch his name um there was this guy in like some type of court um or something no there was this there was this guy in some type of hearing right and he was talking about the, um, about how ICE was holding children in these cages. And he played a recording from one of these facilities. And you could hear an ICE officer say, it's an orchestra here. Because all you could hear in the background was uh, kids crying, um, crying for their parents. It was like... It was sickening. That's what it was. It was such an awful thing to hear. Wasn't it like? Wasn't that like a sort of like a courtroom something like that? Or no. No. Was it? it, it I think it was like a video that was being played in the courtroom. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was just a, a audio. 
an audio? I was just I was, I was just talking about the place. Oh, oh. The place. Like over the you just, yeah. You just had a picture of it. A picture in the audio in the back. Mm-hmm. And who, who yeah. was it? Like she was trying to interrupt it. Oh yeah, she she really like tried to tell him like. Just like that's enough. Just saying like get out, like you know, just just they, shut up and get out. Yeah, they didn't specify um, in the show who they were. We but we can definitely um, infer that they were someone in power. There were people in power because everything looked looked official. It looked like. I don't know what it was, but it's like it was, but it was awful. Yeah, and the fact that the woman really tried to silence him. The woman that look, look at the mouth, the mouth, look at the mouth. You saw that, right? I saw it. I saw it. He said, "You mean we have a mouse?" (laughs) He really says, "Zoom." We got pets. It's a mouse. (laughs) We have little Stuart running around. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, that's crazy. I was like, "Oh my god, look a mouse!" (laughs) (laughs) Still there? Bro, someone bring uh, a cat in here. Try to kill it. Yeah, I'll bring my pet. My cat. Okay. Damn. 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 Bring your cat here for like a day. Bro, I, I think having office near food places isn't a good idea. Oh, having a cat near food places? No. Uh, the office and f- near food places. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah, we're full. Uh, yeah, she really is. <laughs> yep. The mouse really just says zoom. <laughs> Let us do it one. Bye. <laughs> okay. There's Jerry. Where's Tom? <laughs> oh. So I feel like we've been going for like a solid half an hour. Yeah. Um. Is that just rough? as a note? Um. If you guys wanted to make shorter episodes, like stuff like this, we can continue to do reaction yeah. videos or something where it can just be shorter. You know, more general. Yeah. I don't want you guys to force. Coming up with more points. Yeah. If, you, if it's not coming to mind. I don't know. See, my, my head is holding yeah, in place right. after watching yeah. that. I can't think right now. Right. I'm just saying what I just saw. Yeah. Alright. I thought I just saw it again, bro. Okay. <laughs> so. I'm sorry. Cool. Um. So this lady in power, right? She was definitely in power. She was on top of everyone. She had the highest seat, highest elevated seat. And she had a gaunt, not gauntlet, um, a mallet. So she was like, she had a hammer. <laughs> she had a hammer, bro. She had something to slam on. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't care what it's called. I'm about to it, it was that just too. A, Give me a, a second. City-looking thing. And she was just trying to smash that thing to her table. <laughs> That's about it. Yes, yeah, so like, and, oh, wasn't there, there was also a scene like like there was like news reporters trying to ask this woman a question, and she like, she felt offended. Oh, what was it? What was it? she? She had a title. She had a very high title. She she was the secretary of the house. Yeah, secretary of um. She was like secretary of the house or. Okay, so okay, that's the one thing at a time. Uh. This lady who was in power in like this courthouse uh, tried to silence the guy uh, present. Gavel. Gavel is the name. Huh? It's a gavel. It's a gavel? Yeah. Okay. So this lady, <laughs> finally, bro. So this lady who was in power because she had the highest. What's that? What's that? What's that? Give us some of your own prayer, bro. Damn, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> you said your whole ass in the middle. Good luck. Sorry. What is that? What's that for? I don't know, man. Is that even your chat or no? Is that the new chat? No. Okay, I'm about to say, okay, I'm, I'm about to say. read a whole time. Come on now. Damn, bro. Are we gonna get through did this they just segment? Like, the love for you? <laughs> like, did they just like oh, spew out all their emotions? Technically, yes. Ooh. 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 Yes. <laughs> so, like, what were you talking about? <laughs> just hit them with the eight ball. <laughs> So like, what, like you were saying, this person what had power? Back back to topic. Back to topic. Yeah, back to topic. Can we get through a whole damn episode? <laughs> Let's get back to the topic. Okay. Uh, bro, this is gonna be some fun sound bites. Okay. Huh? Huh? We're gonna have this, and we're gonna put it in like one compilation of like. Random ass shit just for us. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this lady in power, um, who had a gavel? Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. This lady, this lady in power, who had a gavel, um, tried to silence the uh, the guy presenting. The the try, trying to present. What's it? The cages. Yeah. Yeah. So the lady power tried to silence the guy who was showing the picture of kids in the cages. Kids in cages who were separated from their parents, and that really that sparked something in me, bro. Like they obviously they tried to hide it, as we saw back in it was 2016, because it was like. Homeland Security, I believe. I don't know. Okay. Can we like go back on the episode? The Secretary of uh, House of Representatives. Yeah. So the Secretary of House of Representatives <laughs> said that. <laughs> bruh, no, he bruh, just ran through the bruh, cooler. Bruh, bruh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let loop story be, bro. <laughs> he just let the mouse be. He's doing a house tour. He's just trying to buy. He got that house tour. Oh, <laughs> He really just sit behind the chairs. <laughs> bro, that's crazy. See, I don't like mouses no more or none of that sort because my, my school traumatized me from that. Just <laughs> running across the office. Don't tell my mom. She will run out of here. Bro, we can't even get through this like one sentence. Yeah, it's story fault. Okay, okay. Yeah, See, I'm traumatized from my school. So Is I was this like, recording? Yeah, bro. That's good. Oh my gosh. Guys, guys, we have a, we have a pet in our office. We named it Stort. It's a mouse. A little small thing with a tail. Yeah. yeah. Little small little mouse with a tail. Alright right, guys, back on the segment. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. okay. So so the secretary. Oh, we're just trying to wrap it up. Bro, so the, okay, so the secretary of house, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Where are you? So many times. You're, you're just talking. You're the one still talking. Oh, I know, because y'all. Oh, we, <laughs> <laughs> we got a pet. We got a pet. We have a pet. There's a mouse here? Yeah. Yeah, it's called Stuart. Yeah. We named it. <laughs> we <already> named it. <laughs> We're going to go buy it clothes it's next nice. week. It's Might get him a cage and everything. A little hamster ball, too. Can we get him a hamster ball? He's so cute. Let's just make sure all the food is in the Tupperware when we leave. And then all the garbage is on. Out of here. Yeah. Okay. Can we keep the pet? <laughs> okay, so the secretary. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh. Shit, they're actually. There, that was a thing for a while, but it stopped, and I thought like, it was solved. And At least we have pets now. We yeah. won't be lonely. We're just trying to get. Wrap it up. You have my staff working overtime. Okay. So. <laughs> All right, that, that should be enough. No, right? let me, let me just hurry up. Let's go. I just wanted to tell his story with the secretary lady. The mouse one that All right, bro. Just wrap it up. I don't know, bro, bro. It's just crazy how um, the ICE agency really is and how awful they really are. My final, you know, my final words are just, that was a lot. My final words, <laughs> I go die now. <laughs> no. Um, You're going away now? My final words. Yes. Yes. Uh, no. But actually, um, it was a lot of emotions in that one episode. It really gives you a feel for what it's like. Because you hear it. You're just like, oh, these kids are in cages. Oh, these people are getting deported. But actually, like, seeing it and watching people's stories and how they go through it, that is just really impactful, and I feel like it's something that I'll never forget. Yeah, that's fun, bro. That's a wrap. All right, thank you very much. That's it for this episode of Cafecito con Fuerza. Don't forget to follow us on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And stay tuned at vamos underscore juntos underscore for more information on immigrant rights.